Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. So my brother sent me this reel on Instagram. It's an Elon Musk interview, and he's talking about that you just have to work like hell, that you have to work 80 to 100 hour work weeks to be successful, that if you're working 80 to 100 hours and you're doing the exact same thing as someone else that's working 40 hours a week, then you're going to be able to achieve in four months what they achieve in a year. And he was asking me about it, just what do you think about this? Because I think I have conversations with him all the time as he's started to learn how to, um, you know, to live his life in alignment with the way he's designed. Um, one of the biggest things that he's taken away is that not everything applies to him. Mm. Not every advice applies to him. So he's always mm. asking me questions about what I think about different types of advice that people give. And yeah, yeah. what I said to him is that if your goal is to be the fastest, then yes, maybe that is the correct you know, uh, advice to give to somebody or, but not necessarily like you talk about all the time, how it's not necessarily about more action. It's about aligned action. So I was sharing that with him and I love what he said that, uh, you can spend every day doing what you love. And I don't think you can measure it by hours. It's about um, passion and drive. Someone can work 80 hours a week on something and they'll be, and they will be good at, but it, is it really what they want? And he said, doing what attracts you for 30 hours a week and living comfortably can be just as satisfying as 100 hours for success. So I think it's super interesting where I, we had a conversation about that. It's not that what Elon is saying isn't correct for him. Mm. It's just about what is the outcome you're trying to get to. That also determines if something's correct with you. Would you Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know... Um he is not wrong about the fact that you are, if you're just going to put in more time and energy, it's going to go further, right? Because what you put in, you get out. Mm -hmm. But it isn't so linear as what you put in is not just the time and the effort, right? Like what you put in is also the alignment. What you put in is also the intention. What you put in is also the energy with which you show up. So it's not that time and effort isn't a factor. It's just that it's not the only factor, Mm -hmm. that's number one and you know I think the number one thing is that most people don't want to um, burn themselves out and work in a way that doesn't make them happy and they don't want to slog away at something and so there is a better way of getting to success um, but at the same time you also have to think about what you value, right? Like more success and more work isn't necessarily right for everybody. You know, like I love... Um, what Jordan Peterson says about how, you know, why are we still acting like a Fortune 500 CEO is the only desirable thing? Like, we're only saying that that's, that's an old model that everybody should be wanting that. And the truth is that we don't. So 
we all want different jobs, all have different passions, and we also have different ways of being good at the same things. Like if you and me tried to be, to go for the same job, the way we would be good at that job would depend on our essence and our skills and our gifts that we would bring to that job. So I wouldn't say there's a perfect way to do one job. And then not only would we bring different skills and our different flavor and our different essence to it, but also then you have to think about whether it's a fit for you, right? Like I, when you're talking about your design, is it a right place for you to funnel your skills into? So Elon, for example, to use him as a, you know, in real life example, in my, from my perspective, his goal is he's trying to colonize Mars, get mm-hmm. to the moon, get to space. So that to me is his sole focus. He's very hyper-focused on that. So what he wants to accomplish is this really massive thing that is requiring a lot of focused energy and he wants to be the first. Mm-hmm. So time is of the essence for mm-hmm. him. So, and you, he's a generator, correct? Yeah. So would you say that the working a hundred hours a week is tick like correct for him? I think that, um, it's obviously correct for him because it's energizing him and you can tell it's like elevating his energy, elevating his mission. Um, I usually don't like to say that, you know, I think people are looking for a prescription where it's like, you have to work this many out. You know what I mean? It's, it would be so much easier if someone could hand it to us, but we have to become our own energy readers where we can tell when something is aligned for us and when something isn't aligned for us. You know what I mean? And we can only do that by reading our own energy. Like, are we elevated by doing this? Is it helping? Is it not helping? And, um, also, the other thing is there's so many nuances between that, right? Because it's not just like, oh, I 100-hour work weeks always works every single week. It could be like right now because it's this one project that we're working on or right now because my energy's good or right now because I'm in a phase where I'm extra passionate about it, right? Like if he's extra lit up, like as he could work a longer time as a generator than if he wasn't lit up, if he was going through a phase where he was less lit up by it or something. So... um it's not the answer that we all want to hear where there's so many inputs that create one output, which is alignment. And also that that output looks so different and feels so different on everyone. But unfortunately that is the case. And I think only once we stop living in the prescription and learn to feel into our own alignment based on how good we feel, that's when we're going to be able to say, Oh, you know what? I can take, be secure in ourselves to say, you know what? I can take what he's saying and not literally directly apply it to me and also by choosing to not directly apply it to me realize that that doesn't mean I'm not going to get to where I want to go or I can't be excellent in my own way but you know can I can me personally can I get a small lesson about like yeah just sometimes try to like push yourself to go the extra mile because that's what helps you get to excellence like you reach an excellence level of what you do in the world there's a nugget there of course Mm -hmm. And you talk about nuance too. And I think specifically in this case, he's saying that he works 80 to 100 hours a week. Elon might be working 80 to 100 hours a week very intentionally. Maybe he has enough on his plate, enough things that are lighting him up that he really in every single hour of that 80 hour work week, he's working with intention. But the issue for me in hearing someone say that and taking it as a blanket statement, just because I've taken those statements very um very at face value in my life Mm. and I think if I for me maybe I was making up things to fill 80 to 100 hours a work week 
you know, oh, I have to work 80 hours in a week in order to be successful. So I'm making up stuff every day to Mm. do. And that's where I think you get um, a little tripped up where it becomes the unaligned action. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not necessarily just the time. Mm. It's is, are you taking aligned action and being really intentional Mm. in every hour that you're using, whether it be 80 hours yeah or, or 40 hours or, yeah or tim ferris wrote the four hour work week you know <laughs> ideal <laughs> right but um well that's an interesting point too though right because i think that a lot of people think that the goal would be to like work way less like or work none at nothing at all and then just make a ton of money what i will say is that actually when you find the thing that you love that you're also really good at you enjoy doing it if you paid me to go sit on a beach for a year, that would sound like torture. For two weeks, I could do it. For three weeks, maybe I could do it too. But what people forget is that we want to work less when we're doing work that doesn't excite us, work that isn't our thing, right? When when you find the work that is like, oh my God, I just can't live without it. And it's a piece of me. What happens is, is you literally, that's how you connect to divinity. That's how you channel that God that best part of yourself and so when you're doing the thing you're really good at you get to feel like the best version like the I don't want to say the best version of you but you get to feel like the most heightened gifted in your zone that feeling of alignment is so good that why would you want to give that up it doesn't mean that for you maybe if you're a stay-at-home mom or you just want to and you don't need an excuse of being a mom if you just want to if always your dream was to have a 10-hour work week and just do a you know on a Monday 10 straight hours and then take six days off listen to that sure but to be without your calling on this planet is not something we should be aspiring to you mentioned something on um the podcast episode that you did with Maria Menuno is it Marin- Menuno's and you said something about how when you look at someone like you know mariah carey or just these performers that god is literally being expressed through them Mm. when they're on stage you can feel their essence just pouring out Mm. of them Mm. and that that is the reason why we're so drawn to them is because that is what we're craving Mm. and what you're just saying just now is that when you are doing the aligned work when you are doing the thing that you came to the planet to do you're that's what you're expressing at your level mm-hmm. we all want to feel that way mm-hmm. and i would argue to say that i i feel that way that that energy of you know the thing that we're doing coming through me mm. in the way it's just obviously i'm not doing it on stage in front of forty thousand mm. people but we all have access to being able to feel that way yeah we all do. And you can smell someone's alignment from a mile away. You can tell when they're doing whatever it is they do that they're just so freaking good at. And those are the people that are drawing people towards them. Those are people who are, you know, if it's a someone doing a TikTok about birds, like they, it just does well when you can tell they're like in their zone, they're in their lane. Those are the, their videos are going to do so much better, even if it's something super random. So it's um, it's not to say, I also think in the spiritual world, there's a huge like, oh, we just like manifest it. And I think people think, okay, well, that just means like sit, sit on your couch and like call it in, right? And 
that sounds great. Again, if you're like bruised and burned from the work conditioning of it having to be heavy and hard, but you don't want to just call it in. You want to call in a work opportunity, but you don't just want to sit down on the couch all day long and do nothing forever and ever and ever. You want to be doing the thing that you want to be doing. So I think the 100 hour work week thing could be triggering to some people and would have been triggering to the old me who thought I was totally failing because I was trying to push and force at a job that wasn't right for me. And would I want to do 100 hour work weeks even doing what I'm doing now? Probably not. But does that mean that I can't appreciate what he's saying, which is, yeah, if you if you put in more energy, and especially if it's aligned energy, than everybody else, you are going to get further because time and energy is a factor of your biggest resources, which are, which is you, right? Your energy. Um, so of course, you're in, like I said, your intentionality, your efficiency with which you do it, the alignment with it, all those things count too. But time is not completely irrelevant either because we are living in a time-space reality. And those are the, they're just the pieces of the tools that we get to play with. And thank God, you know, action is really fun when you learn how to do it in a way that isn't aggressive. Action is really fun when you just think of yourself as like, painting on the canvas of life and like how do I want to paint today because it's one thing to be in, in your head about it and of course you should visualize it and imagine it and create it before you create it or whatever if that's what feels right to you and whatever feels right way, whatever way feels right to you but then actually the fun part is like getting to do it imagine if your biggest biggest dream would be to be a singer and then you called it in but you never actually had to do it oh, what would be the point of that interesting like yeah no you you want it to it has to be coming through you in order to call the thing in and then as a juxtaposition just to kind of make the comparison with the elon musk how you you said would you want to be working 100 hours probably not mm -hmm. but would you agree that because it's because speed isn't necessarily one of your priorities or is your and I'm, i might be wrong so is it would you not work 100 hours because how quickly you get there isn't necessarily important to you or that's a really good or question. is it because ease is more important to you mm, I think me personally why I wouldn't want to work 100 hours a week what is that 20 hours for Monday to Friday is because I value my sleep and because I know that sleeping makes me feel makes me better at my work I know that a lot of the stuff that I um because I am a projector, I know that a lot of the ideas and things that come to me because my work is creative come when I'm not doing work, aka like output. Mm. It depends what you define as work, right? Is work sitting and channeling and sending voice notes to you about the downloads that I get? Or, you know, is it talking about Instagram posts or whatever? Yeah, that is. But then that's such a fine line, right? Like when I'm one night laying on my bathroom floor and it's 10 p.m. and all these downloads start coming through, is that work or is that not work? So there's more nuance there. More nuance there. I think what does if, he mean by work? What exactly. does you mean by work? Yeah. And also, I think if you're an engineer, it's more obvious what the work is. But nowadays, everybody's doing jobs. And it's not to say that he's doing something basic, not at all, but <laughs> far from it. <laughs> but basically you know, so many people right now are doing jobs that they made up. And so, and also so the, the work-life balance, you know, everything bleeds into, because it is just an, an extension of who you are. What's to say what's work and what's not work? Do I live and breathe what I do? Do I think about it all day, every day, no matter where I am? Basically, yes. Like, do I ever forget about my creations? 
do I ever not think about my babies even when I'm out dancing no i really don't so so arguably you work 24 hours i mean i don't know exactly this just depends how you how you put it i guess if i had an office i'd be able to measure it by the time i'm in the office but now there's email and on your phone and so i don't know but even okay let's say like actual work work like when i'm sitting down to write something or record something or whatever i know for me that that's better when i um, I'm more rested. I know that that's better when I've had more time to come up with the inspiration of what I'm going to write, of what I'm going to say, of what I'm going to whatever. Mm. So I think you also need that balance of the inward time with more jobs, some jobs more than others, but the inward time versus the output time. And then that also depends on your energy type. Yeah, I was going to say, and some energy types more than others. So how you're speaking about the fact that a lot of your work, like when you sit down to type, mm you having rested and sat with yourself without doing anything is what allows you to even sit down and accomplish something as a project can you explain that a little bit so the the difference how that work yeah is technically a part of what you do for work Mm -hmm. well i think as a projector you know and we've said this many times that you're you know i say you're supposed to work two to three hours a day and what that means is that your output, your hardcore output is meant to be two to three hours because the rest of the time is supposed to be the observation and the coming up with the how and the thinking about it and turning things over and over in your head, depending on your design. But the rest of the time is supposed to be taking things in so that you can then turn those things into the wisdom of how to do what you're about to do in an improved way than we currently are. If you just rinse and repeat, you can't make the improvements. You can't, your your mind and your skill of bringing improvements to the world, that's what projectors are supposed to do, can't happen. So then you're just being a bad generator because you're just rinse, you're just copy pasting and you can't do that. And when you say you're being a bad generator, that means that you're acting out of alignment with being a projector. So you're trying to be a generator and therefore just being a bad generator. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, um, you know, it's different for every for every type. And maybe take a, a like, let's talk a little bit about what that, because we're talking about what's the nuance of work. What does that look like? So why don't we just kind of give a little bit about manifestors? Like, what would that, if you're looking at 100 hour work weeks for a manifestor? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Can you imagine? No. I mean, listen, there will be some weeks where they will literally be able to do more hours at a higher, faster energy, especially when they're aligned than anybody else. But then because their energy is either at 200% or it's at 50%, they'll need to have weeks where they just, you know, kind of just um, manage the minimum or do nothing or, you know, just do the things that are absolutely necessary and, you know, clock it off. But you know, for them to expect themselves to have consistent output week to week or day to day, that's just never going to happen. And trying to expect yourself to do 100 hour work weeks all day, every day is just going to completely burn you out. You know, they're so much better at these um, surges of energy. And the more they rest in between the surges, ironically, the more energy they have for the surges. So then the surges become more effective and go further and you have more energy. So then, you know, and that's what Elon is saying as well. Like he's saying, when you put more energy into things, they, they go further. And that's true. So for a manifester to put, in quotes, put more energy into something, they would actually effect, effectively have to have a five-hour work week and then a 200, not mm-hmm. 200 hours, but you know what I mean? A 200-hour work week. And then they might actually accomplish that same 
amount of you know that Elon yeah. is talking about would you agree yeah yeah and then you know, we've already mentioned that Elon is a generator so mm-hmm. him he's very narrowly focused on one you know a target yeah right and also you know don't forget he loves what he does so the more you do what you love as a generator the more energy you get to keep doing it and he's so thrilled he, he you can tell he's so lit up mm. by you know getting to space making mm-hmm. all these things happen and all the things that he does are you know towards this common goal yeah and so then let's say a manifesting generator my brother who actually sent this to me he's a manifesting generator what does, you know, does that 100-hour work week, in quotes, look like for a manifesting generator? I mean, in theory, that too, but they could do it too if they wanted to, but they would just have to make room for the fact that, um, you know, they like to be a bit more um, multidirectional at any given time. So it wouldn't necessarily be that he um, would be doing one thing over and over or mm. necessarily expecting himself to reach a common uh, like a goal in a certain um linear fashion right so he he would have to give himself the freedom your brother to like just explore and keep doors open and i don't mean necessarily different careers either but just at the actual workplace like maybe he'll like end up taking on half of someone else's role and then it will mush into something else or you know what i mean so again i think when people say you know when You've heard me say like they're multi-passionate, multi-directional. They have to try how many things on at the same time. You know, again, becoming good with the nuances is like at work, not kind of pre-deciding what your path to that goal is and staying open to, oh, okay, well, actually we ended up taking this round route, but it got us there quicker. And then actually we were really, really good and we were really fast in the 20%, first 20% of the process. And then we slowed down in the 30 to 40 and then 40 to, you know what I mean? So it's just allowing that like kind of fast, slow, fast, slow, fast, slow, a little bit faster, a little bit rounder, try this extra thing, drop that whilst we're there, not do this piece anymore. You know, it's that kind of really playful spontaneous thing so it's not necessarily when we say that that in order for you know manifesting generators to be working you know be using all their energy it's not that they have to have a side hustle Mm -mm. it's that even within the job that you have are you putting your hands in a a lot of different buckets are you playing with a lot of different yeah skills and interests and not from a place of what other buckets can i put my energy into Mm, but just like paying attention to like oh even in the beginning when there's something you've been doing that you've been doing for a long time, sometimes, again, because we think in like binary, oh, it's working for me or it's not working for me anymore. When you're really in the nuance, you can say, there's this one aspect of it that doesn't work for me or isn't working so much or isn't making me feel good. But in general, net, net, I still love it. I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater just because this one piece is not going to work for me. And that actually applies to all of us, right? this one part of what I'm doing I've told the story before of when I I was having trouble recording all the um, live themes for the app because it was such a long project I was having trouble doing it but it that doesn't mean I went oh that means this whole job is wrong for me or even recording the live themes altogether is wrong for me it was like hold on let me look at the inputs again time energy intention beliefs factors you know and my belief was that I had to like bang them all out in the same go yeah And then you reassess or for example, with your brother, like, you know what? I really like all of it, but the selling to these wholesale is not right for me. And 
we should be able to say those kind of things to ourselves without necessarily needing the conclusions because the day you get the aha is not the day you get the answer so oh, you have whoa the day you get the aha is not the day you get the answer. So it's like you create the space when you have the aha, but you have to admit the aha to yourself. So you have to say, you know what? This is not this selling part to the wholesale is not. I'm making this up. Yeah, he I don't works know in wholesale all. cannabis. Okay, fine. So that's why you're. So yeah, I'm like the selling using to that the, example. Yeah. So like selling to the wholesale people versus the private clients or whatever. For some reason, my energy is not so good in there. And we should just be able to leave that open. And if we want to go the extra mile, be like, universe, like, show me why. Or even go into ourselves and say, is it the way that I show up? Am I feeling inferior there? Do they make me feel small? Do I feel like I'm just going at it with push and force energy? Because that's how I think I have to sell. There's so many different ways that you can think about it. But you have to have the aha and be okay knowing that the solution is coming, but it's not coming today probably. Sometimes you know, small things it might and sometimes it might, whatever. But the power of the aha is that you open up for the clarity. And mm -hmm. as we know, the solution on, a, on an energetic level, metaphysical level, the universe always creates the solution before it creates a problem. The problem is just there to show you towards and to direct you towards a new level of your change so admitting it to yourself and letting there be nothing that you can't look at without being afraid of what you think that means you know like most of the time we don't want to say that because that means oh my god that means I'll get fired or oh my god that means this is wrong for me what would I do instead oh my god this means I'm going to fail it means I'm doomed it means I'm going to be alone forever it means I'll never be successful whatever the stories we then take about those things but to be in your real sort of ultimate power is to be able to admit it and just leave it and be really there for yourself when you admit it, if it's hard for you to say it, you know, and really try to have your own, um, have your own back and be like, you know what? Because either way, it's true. Whether you admit that you feel it or you don't, one of it is eating you up in your subconscious. And one of them doesn't allow you to actually get the answer because you're not just actually admitting the aha. Mm hmm interesting so with the in th that feeds into like the manifestor sort of experimenting within whatever they're doing within those 100 hours mm -hmm. although what you just shared honestly applies to all of us mm -hmm. and then what would you say about reflectors you know is this 80 to 100 hour well, what would what is reflectors 80 to 100 hour work week look like so i actually know a reflector i know a few reflectors that are very high energy and it is because well for all of us we have to be doing something that we love mm-hmm but also because they surround themselves with like really dynamic people and they grew up in really dynamic households and they grew up, um, you know, feeling like that's something that they wanted to do and they were encouraged to do them. So, you know, there's, there's the least amount of prescription for reflectors because they vary from each other more than any of the other types vary from each other in terms of energy and energy levels. It's a real like script your own adventure type of situation. And I'm not saying a 100-hour work week could be impossible for anyone. I mean, I would advise against, just depending on your goals and your energy patterns. And listen, also, we're forgetting, he's perfectly designed. Like, if yeah. if the universe was like, we need someone at this moment who's going to bring humanity forward in such a big way, like upgrade beyond what we do, how are you? How would you design him? You'd design him to want to work 100 hours um, Obviously. Week, you know? Exactly. So that the point is this is not to prescribe people to work 80 to 100 hours. No. It's just this like theory, you know, let's think about getting people to think about the fact that maybe Elon says that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's Bible for mm -hmm. everybody. It's let, let's talk, let, let listen to that through the lens of 
how you're designed. Mm -hmm. What does that look like for you? Mm -hmm. How do you accomplish the thing that Elon's talking about? Because the way he's doing it is working for him. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. So you're saying, which you just said just now about reflectors that I find really interesting because I guess I always associate reflectors. Oh, they don't have that much energy, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. So it's not true. No. It actually, their energy levels vary based off of the environments that they are in. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It's like so much variation. So they could, you know, maybe work like Elon, but. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that anyone, I think those kind of people that literally upgrade a whole entire generation come along, you know, once t- maybe two people in a generation, three people in a generation in terms of that level of output and innovation. Um, like you were telling me about John D. Rockefeller and how he was just like basically monopolized the whole economy and all the production and all the industries. Oh my and gosh, Yeah. Yeah. So much innovation. He, he, he reminds me a lot of, I listened to it. You're talking about the podcast I listened to about, it was like a four hour podcast about his life and how he completely changed the way we structure business and completely came up with these new ways. And that is what Elon's doing, Mm -hmm. but you're right. Not, not everybody really needs to hit that level of innovation. That's not anybody's, that's not most people's role. We have seven, eight billion people on this planet and everybody has their own role. It might be that for someone else, they're supposed to put in 100 hours to do something completely different and not even for innovation, but for, I don't know, solving world hunger or being on the ground, like moving people across borders to stop them being hungry. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not that that's wrong. It's just like you have to think about you before you come here, the universe gives you the perfect amount of energy, of gifts, of inclinations, of passions. And if you listen to that box that you come in with, you know, and use that box for your tool and pick out of that box rather than trying to pick out of the boxes that the toolboxes. Yeah. The boxes that the universe has given the the you know, the um boxes the universe has given you rather than the ones that society has told you to pull from. If you try to pull from someone else's box of toys, they're not your toys. It's like, you know, when you're a kid, it's like they're just not going to, you know, those toys aren't going to sing for you. So in the same way that they will for the person that is meant to be doing them. So, you know, there's so many layers to this. And I think one of the biggest problems that we have as a society is that we do think too linearly. Like even in spirituality, like, you know, if your left foot is hurting, then that means it's because it's the feminine side and because you have trouble stepping forward. It's not true because that you also have to take in so many other factors. Like, for example... What do feet represent to you? Do you have memories of having feet uh, stuff in your childhood? Um, Is it to do with different parts of your life? Um, Do you have a pre-existing medical history with feet? You know, does feet actually mean stepping forward to you? Or does stepping forward to you mean hands because you are used to, you associate it with grabbing things or whatever it is. You know, we all want to say, or like, you know, um, how successful you are is if you believe you're worthy of success. That's also not true. Like you could you could think about examples of people who are crazy su- successful and still don't feel worthy or still worry that it's going to go away tomorrow. So we always try to look for these like linear things that are just going to dogmatically apply to everyone. And we either want to shut them down and say Elon is wrong. Oh my God, you can just call it in. You could still do be doing what he was doing by chilling out or whatever. A, he probably wouldn't want to. B... <laughs> B, that's not true for him. And instead of shoving it out, rejecting it, or taking it on to be Bible, there's that middle place where you can say, what's the kind of like energetic nugget behind this? Which is like, 
if you strive for excellence using all the tools that are available to you, you will become excellent. Period. Period. Period.